Hey everybody, Zuby here to tell you about my Magic the Gathering podcast, Magic with Zuby. Magic with Zuby is a podcast all about the Magic the Gathering card game. We talk about the latest news and events, the latest cards and decks. We bring on guests from pro players to content creators and more. Join me each week as we keep discovering why Magic the Gathering is the best card game around. everybody welcome to this week's episode of the vcr gaming podcast i am one of your hosts matt seated somewhere down deep below the deep blue sea wishing he could be a part of your world is uh my other host matt how are you matt well um i don't know about that brother i don't know if i really want to be a part of the deep blue deep blue sea Oh, is that is that how this podcast is going to go? We're going to get into the Hulk Hogan shit already? Yep. <laughs> well, a real bad Coke problem, dude. <laughs> Gino Hernandez, brother. He just had a really bad Coke problem and not the kind you drink. <laughs> oh, shit. How you doing, Matt? Doing all right. I've had quite a weekend because I know that next weekend I'm going to be stuck at fucking home being on call. So I'm trying to, you know, just not you know be fucking stuck at home just soak it in yeah yeah i hear you well better you than me so whatever mm. Mm -hmm. was that mean i'm sorry yeah fuck off whatever <laughs> well matt if it makes you feel any better i spent all day yesterday uh in the sun installing a camera system for a oh, side Jesus. job oh that's right i remember you telling me about that why i mean hopefully they paid you yeah, you know, it was a pain gig. Um, I'll tell you this. This So my first mistake was I did a shitload of push-ups for the push-up contest on Friday at yeah. work. Bad idea. Like, shouldn't have did that. And my arms were, like, destroyed. And I wasn't thinking, I'm going to spend the entire next day with my hands above my head tucking wires and shit. Matt, I spent eight hours friggin' running wires above my head. My arms, like, pretty much don't work anymore, bro. It's It's insane. <sighs> yeah, I don't, I don't really feel bad for you, but damn, that, that that's, sucks. That's why that's why we don't do side jobs anymore, right? That's why we no, don't do those. I'm, yeah. I'm over that shit, man. I, don't, I just, it's, I mean, I know the money's good, and I'm just, I, I don't want, I, I don't give a shit about computers when I get home. Like, I just, I, I don't even want to look at them. They're they're mainly used for watching TV and playing World of Warcraft. That's about it. Isn't it funny how like at work like we see the littlest thing happen and like we jump on it because we, we don't want it to get worse or anything. Yeah. But at home, like your computer could literally be running on like one thread and you just <laughs> you just work with it. Like you're like, no, nah, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah, or it's like it's like oh, I got another virus today on my computer. Yeah, whatever, fuck it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not redirecting my web pages yet, so I'm not gonna worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. surprisingly, I don't really get viruses or anything, and, and I only have the Windows Defender shit. So that's all you need, man. That and you know maybe some malware bites here or there, run some scans. But Windows yeah. Defender isn't too bad anymore. It's pretty no, good. No, I mean hell, going from Windows XP Windows Defender to now, it's like miles better. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, and that says a lot because I mean you've been known to give your PC some aids or at least expose it to the aids areas. 
Oh yeah, but I've been I've been pretty lucky though in terms of the non-essential aids that I've given. Right. It. Right. I don't even know if that's a thing. Non-essential aids. Non-essential. I don't think any aids is essential. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't want that one. The one that's essential, I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're going to get AIDS, you got to get this AIDS. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yo, yo, I I, I got the AIDS you want, bro. (laughs) (laughs) These are the AIDS you want, dog. Yeah, man. Um, (laughs) So let's get into what we're drinking because I'm actually drinking something. You are excited about it, and I've (laughs) got something special, too. You go right ahead, sir. So... I think this was during Christmas time that the the place where we work at, some of our employers, the doctors, um, gave us a whole bunch of foreign beer or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I, I've kept it since then. I haven't even touched it. So um, I am drinking some Old Speckle Hen English Fine Ale. Whoa. So how is that? What is that, actually, is probably the um, the best question. As a beer connoisseur, as in I've only drank like, you know, maybe five beers in my life. Because <laughs> I'm, de- I'm definitely more of a hard liquor guy when, when I sure. do drink, but I, I very, very rarely drink. Um, it's It tastes like beer, and that's that's about it. I, I, okay. I, I really, I'm, I'm not one of those I know my beers or anything. I mean, it tastes fine. It's It has a so, nice nice, rich taste to it. It's a five point two percent alcohol, so it's about average. About that's that's, yeah. that's where you want to be. You don't want to be less than that. Um, yeah. it's, it's original, getting... rich, and distinctive fine ale imported from the UK. So, cheers to you, mates, Crikey. So, according to this guy, it's got an aroma of a fruity ale yeast with hints of esters, caramel, malt, toffee, mild grain, leafy hops, subtle hay. We'll go with okay. that. Sure. Yeah, and, I, f- and a faint earthiness. Okay, all right. I, I, t- I taste some hay. All right, some hay. That's that's always hey. good. Nice. Uh, well, that's cool, man. Um, I drank those a long time ago. The ones that I got, I didn't have that one. Um, I had actually got lucky and it was a couple beers I was wanting to try, but didn't want to buy them because they were like crazy expensive for six packs. They were like fifteen, sixteen dollars six packs. Oh shit! So I would never try them because it's like, what if you buy it and it's bad? You know, like you just threw money yeah. away. So yeah, good times. Um, I am drinking Matt, and I don't know if you noticed. Hence uh, the intro. I'm drinking out of my aerial uh, <laughs> cup, coffee mug. I didn't and see that back, at first. Says, yeah, it says, once once I wake up, I'll be a part of that world. There you go. There's the reference. No, uh, I'm drinking Bulletproof Coffee. Um, the fuck is that? Yeah, it's it's like really high end. It's like um, it's like single source, single roast, you know, single batch roast coffee. It's like pretty high end shit. Melissa ordered it online. Uh, like Joe Rogan drinks it, shit like that. You hear about it a lot. Um, uh, I think he's okay. into like caveman coffee now, but he, yeah. he, he has... Uh, it's got a lot of caffeine in it. Like, if you're not doing things and you drink it, like, you start to get the shakes. So, oh, uh, God. Yeah, so it's good shit, basically. How, um, how many grams of caffeine does it have? Not milligrams, but grams. You know, I don't know. They don't really <laughs> put that kind of shit uh, for coffee because I guess it depends on, like, everybody makes it different. You know what I yeah. mean? You can make it stronger or weaker or whatever. But I go for that maximum, like, tar consistency. So it's probably a lot. <laughs> it's probably a lot. Oh, man. That's crazy. So, heck yeah, man. So, anyways, uh, what's been up, Matt? What what you been up to, dude? So, Friday, went to a family dinner. Um, that was all right. And then Saturday, we went, right. 
Yeah, I mean, it's family dinner with the kids and my sister and my mom and dad and all that. It was all right. True. Um, you know, just typical family shit. And then Saturday we went to an arts and crafts show, and that was all right. I mean, it, it was it was more. I mean, there was some good stuff out there, like people painted and made shit. But it's all, it's just all vendors selling overpriced shit that is not worth what they're trying to sell. Like this one guy, this painter, like he was decent, but he was like trying to sell his paintings for three to five hundred dollars, and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I get a Thomas Kincaid for fifteen and fifteen dollars, and it looks a thousand times better. But you know, where where was this at? Um, Tom Barn Park in Brooksville. Oh, okay, all right. I mean, interesting. It, it, it was interesting. They had um, they had like this singing group. This little kid, he had to have been like ten years old, and he was. Holy shit, he had a voice on him. Wow. Yeah, and he That's always impressive. Yeah, and he was singing Jackson 5 shit, so it was kind of cool. That is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> and then um then they had a symphony orchestra. We didn't we didn't stay for the whole thing for that and then um and then we just had Zoe play in the park and then we came home. And then today I went to the flea market and I don't know if you saw my tweet from earlier on my Zubatron account. Where people just sell literal fucking junk and expect to sell it. Like No, actually I didn't see that. Yeah, like literal rusted junk. And then <laughs> oh hold on, hold on. Let me let me pull up the tweet here because it was pretty funny, I thought. While um, you're looking that up, I did see your other post. I don't I don't know if it came from Twitter and was cross post or not, but I saw it on Facebook, uh, where you talked about your car needing an oil change, so you're going to trade it in, something to that effect. Oh, I'm, I'm actually serious about that, too. Like, I, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> and I, I was thinking about, like, if I do get a new car, do I go for a silver Toyota Corolla again? <laughs> you almost kind of have to at this point. Like, I'd feel let down if you didn't. Well, are the 2018, like, any different looking than the 15 and 16? So you'll have to forgive me as I am not a Corolla enthusiast, but um, if memory serves me right, it's just a my, mild refresh. Um, let's see. Toyota. Because I almost kind of want to wait for them to change the body style and the inside at least. But because, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. If I get a new car now, I'm not, I'm not going to be very impressed with it. Um, but my wife's Camry... It's a 2015, and I'm thinking about upgrading that. So, yeah, no, Matt. <laughs> it's it's fairly the same. Um, slight refresh, still pretty much the same. I'm trying to find, here we go, 360 interior tour. Get started. Uh, oh, no, they, okay, so hold on. This might just be because this is a spec'd up one, but... So the vents and all that look the same, but they changed the gauge pod. They changed the climate control. They changed the infotainment. Um, yeah. So again, it's like a mild refresh. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, the door panels are about the same. So no, it, it, it you know, it, it's not going to be too much different than what you have now. Uh, the interior, I mean, looks pretty much the same. I mean, the 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 center console is definitely upgraded. Yeah, they it. did. But uh, other than that, let's get nerdy. Know. Let's look at the specs here. Same engine, same trans. Yeah, pretty much same car. Yeah, same car. Yeah, hold so. off. So you're thinking about trading in the the wife's car though, huh? Yeah, for an upgraded Camry. Ooh, let's see. I know those have changed a little bit. 
since uh, since y'all purchased. They're still the same generation, but I know they've done some upgrades. Let's let's take a look. So if you're just joining us now live on the stream, we are um, the VCR Car Show podcast. Yes, and um, especially myself. I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but I know a shit ton about cars. Um, I totally. Mean, th- this other Matt thinks he knows about cars, but he he can't take apart a carburetor like I can. All right. Okay, <laughs> Matt, where, where, where's the carburetor at on a car? Um, on a modern car, where is it? Um, they're not in modern cars anymore. Mm, he knows that because of me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the Camry. Uh, it's you know it's a mild update. The interior is updated a little bit. I will say, after hanging out with you and Super Fanboy Brian for all these years, I do know way more about cars than I did beforehand. Not not that I know like you guys are definitely the car fanatics and all that, but. I can definitely at least point out different car models and all that. I can't tell years, but, you know. No, you're getting pretty good. You've guessed some cars pretty well. Um, it, it's it, he, hasn't, uh, he hasn't learned about cars because he wanted to. We did kind of force it upon him, just, just, yeah. just, just so you know. <laughs> it was really, we, we'd be sitting in the office and we'd be talking about something. Then you and super fanboy Brian just go on and on about some car. And I'm just like majority of the time i'm just zoned out going on my phone like i don't know what the fuck they're saying anymore <laughs> uh i'm trying to get interior pics for some reason the it's a little different for the camry on the toyota website so screw them oh yeah it's oh yeah and that's much more updated inside oh yeah holy looks, shit damn it looks good yeah that's that's pretty that's the future if you look at that here let me show what the people are gonna be seeing here no, uh, I, I just pulled up the um hold on, let me make this full screen here. Whoa. Desktop Seption. Yeah, desktop deception here. So yeah, it's not a bad little interior here going on. There you go. Innovative. Yeah, no, technology. they updated it big time. Yeah. So looks cool. just so everybody is aware, Zuby is the quintessential uh IT guy when it comes to cars. He's looking for that efficient four door <laughs> like a little bit of tech like that is that is matt in in a nutshell and i pretty uh, much just need bluetooth and a backup camera and i'm good That's oh so you you need a backup camera i mm. I've, I've gotten kind of used to the backup camera i don't use it all the time like you know i'll still look back and everything but it's definitely pretty handy sometimes I guess I'm just jealous because I don't have one. So oh oh, I thought your Fiesta did. So I have this little hotted up little hatchback. It's a Fiesta ST. Uh, if you guys are into cars, you'll know what that is. Um, if not, it's like a little hopped up little hatchback or whatever. And it's like the top trim tier that you can get for the Fiesta. In the hatchback version, they did not offer a backup camera, but the trunk back lower tiered one got one. I don't understand. That is stupid. Yeah, I have the infotainment screen with the navigation, all that <laughs> shit. I have fucking heated seats, heated mirrors, no backup camera. So, wow. yeah, I'm jelly. Now, my wife's car uh, doesn't have a backup camera, but it has these, like, crazy weird sensitive backup sensors. They're actually on the front, too. It'll, yeah. like, sense cars driving by and shit and not let you pull out. It, like, looks for people and shit. You can actually, if you were blind, you could back her car out, and I shit you not, just by the sounds that it makes. It's pretty cool. Damn. Technology, bro. Technology. 
So, anyways, at the flea market, I'm getting yes, back to man, that. Yeah, we got way off. Oh yeah, eh, whatever. <laughs> yes, Fuck bring it. us back, Matt. <laughs> um, so the flea market, it's just dude, they're just people literally selling junk there, and um, I saw. And I love when you go there and you're looking at the people who sell like the fresh fruits and veggies and breads and food, and they're just smoking right next to all of that, just blowing their smoke all over that. I'm like, oh yeah, because you know that's sanitary. Um, and, and and plus the millions of flies crawling all over that shit too. It, then, it sucks because the produce looks so good, and then it does the, most of the, the time. people just that are that are around it just ruin it for me, dude. Every time. Dude, and talk about the fucking trash that shows up there. Oh, my God. The flea people? <laughs> yeah, the flea people. Oh, man. <laughs> not if you go to a flea market. Not if you, you know, not everybody at the flea market is a flea person. But, boy, no. if, if you don't know, then you haven't been. Cause yeah. I know exactly I mean, what you're talking about. And you just wonder, like, I, I really honestly wonder, how do these some, how do some of these people live? Like. And, and, and like the people who sell like the literal junk there mm-hmm. at, at there. And I, I just wonder how do they keep coming here weekend after weekend and selling shit or, or, or staying open? You, you know, know, I don't know. I guess cause rent is cheap at flea markets. So it's oh, not yeah. expensive, you know? And then, and I, you know, I've, I've wondered that myself. Like I've seen people have like massive uh, setups at the flea market where they take up a few booths and like you never see anybody in there. And like you come yeah. back week after week and they have the same shit. And I don't mean like they refilled the same shit, like nothing has sold. I, I don't get it, man. Maybe they just like hanging out there. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. And one of the other things I was seeing today was um, appliances. Like people trying to sell rusted stoves and fridges and washer and dryers, and it's like, who the fuck's gonna buy that? I mean, they they, they look like literal shit. The flea market has become, I think, it's like the people that were left behind, the people that aren't aware of Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or anything like that. Yeah, I, I think it's the people that were left behind because. Think about it. Like, there's nothing really that good at flea markets anymore. If there is, it's very expensive. It's overpriced, and especially games. Like, do you remember we used to go there and you'd find good deals on games? You get boxes oh, yeah. of NES games for a few bucks, and like now it's like they charge uh, over retail. Like, you could actually go to an actual brick and mortar retro game store and get better prices. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it, it's a weird, weird place, man. It is. I mean, I did find this one seller. <clears throat> We, we like to go to her because she sells really cheap books and Zoe loves we let Zoe get like six books for two bucks and all that so but she was selling some video games too and all she had were sports games oh, like literally man. all sports games um so yeah e- even there had 94 <laughs> well NHL. No. If it, was, if it was if it was that old, I may have picked those up. No, these are like PlayStation Two eras. Oh, ew, gross. Yeah, gross, gross, so, gross. But if it was like NHL '93 or or Madden '94, you know, those are you know Super Nintendo era. I probably would have picked those up. You know, yeah, still they're only a couple dollar games, man. I don't know. Yeah, they take but, up space. I mean, I, I'd rather have Super Nintendo NHL compared to PlayStation Two NHL. That's true. You know. uh, do you ever do you ever play like uh, any of the hockey games on the Genesis? Did you ever do that? No, oh, no. Man. When I was a kid growing up, Genesis was purely only for Sonic and Mortal Kombat. Wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, well, they were actually known for their sports games. That was kind of one of their angles. And the, oh, and uh, NBA Jam. That oh, NBA too. Jam. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was on Super though too. Um, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, they ported that to to everything. Um, but yeah, that was that's true. Um, but yeah, the the hockey games back in the day were actually pretty good. I remember playing a lot of those on the Genesis. Um, what else, Matt? What what else? Um, so I got a new TV show I'm a fucking addicted to, thanks to Super Fanboy Brian Live PD. Oh yes, yes, dude, it's it's so addicting. It's it's it. I mean, it's just like the show Cops, but the way they do it, since everything's live, quote unquote. I think it, I think it is actually. Yeah, no, no, it is live, but I read it's like maybe a 30-minute delay, I think. Right, it gives them time to to jump to the good stuff. Yeah. Like, they know what's next that they're going to jump to. Um, I actually asked, uh, you know, uh, a couple of my friends and relatives uh, are, are members of the local sheriff's department, and they I asked them, like, is that for real live? And and, and our Pasco County, where, where, where I live, oh, uh, God, is, I is on there constantly. Um they uh yeah it's legit it's live they follow them around there's there's no editing um they have crews they have like uh like seven or eight crews that are dedicated to like just us and they just jump in like the you know with the canine or whoever you know and 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 go out it's pretty rad actually yeah no it's it's a really addicting show so i've been acquiring the episodes and watching them and um Uh, acquiring i like that yeah acquiring Um, them (laughs) <laughs> Follow them on Facebook, by the way. They put like all like the the best stuff of the day up every day. They put a shitload of clips. It's easy oh, to watch shit. that way. Yeah, I'm gonna follow them right now because I know I'll forget later. That's a kick-ass show. Um, so uh, let's see. Well, while Matt gets up to date with his live PD uh, social media, there, I'll, I guess I'll let you guys know what I've been up to. I, I think I already spilled it once uh, about the cameras. I, I was installing yeah. cameras. So that was like all day yesterday. I was in the sun. I'm lightly sunburnt. My arms don't work anymore, uh, but you know I got it done. So that's fun. Uh, what else have I been doing? Uh, that's pretty much it. I've done a bunch of housework shit. Uh, I've I've actually did quite a bit of gaming. Uh, we can get into that in a second. And, um, yeah, uh, taking the kid to karate, you know, just, just the usual stuff. Oh, dude, somebody fucking ran over my sprinkler again, again, dude. I got to dig that shit up. It's broken way deep in the ground. It fucking flooded out. How did they do that? They They drove over it it with a tire. Yeah, dude. Like, is it really close to the road? I mean, it's close to my driveway, but I mean, all sprinklers are like, they're always on the edge there. It's like, stay out of my fucking grass. Like, what are you doing? Do you have, you don't have any cameras outside, do you? Not yet. Well, I do have one, but it doesn't face that way. Um, okay. But soon, soon I'll have the full array out there, but no, I know. And then I'm going to be really getting on people's asses, but yeah, this is the second time this happened and it's really, really sucks. So tomorrow when I get home from work, cause I got to get some freaking pipe to fix it. I, that's what I'm doing. I'm digging a hole in my yard, fixing that same sprinkler that I've already fixed like two or three times. So, good times. At least you'll have more light when you get home. Now that it's daylight savings. That is the benefit. You know, you know when I like to mow my lawn too, Matt. In when I evening. get home, yeah, in the evening when I get home from work. That way I don't have to do it on the weekend. You know what I mean? I'm already kind of beat uh, from the day, so it just drives it home. Like uh, it's fine, and and I'm yeah. so stoked for that. And I, I don't know if it's for sure, for sure yet, but it sounds like we're gonna be no longer participating in daylight savings time here in Florida. Good. Um, Fuck that nonsense. I, I guess we're just waiting for Congress to. I don't think even to approve it. I think to to no, make no. the amendment. We're we're waiting for Governor Rick to sign sign it. 
because oh, Congress has already it. approved it. Did he sign it? I thought it? he signed it. Yeah, I think we're just waiting for them to to make it official. From, oh, from okay. what I heard, I, I could be wrong, but uh, it sounds like it's going to pass. I don't think anybody is going to uh, to try to stop it, it sounds like. So uh, screw the rest of the East Coast. We do what we want. Uh, you guys have I mean, fun. it's fucking Florida. <laughs> you guys haven't. Yeah, that's true. You guys have fun, you know, with it getting dark at 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, fuck that. I'm, I'm over that shit. That that will be pretty funny. I mean, I, I, how badly is that going to screw up, Um, you know, I, I guess time zones and all that because I, I don't think that bad man because i mean arizona does it and and they don't yeah. have a fucking major problem yeah true but um yeah I'm, I'm actually even though it sucks that we lost an hour i'm just glad it's back to normal hey it's goes it gets dark at eight o'clock type shit Oh yeah, dude. I'm I'm so ready for that shit, man. I I I hate it when it gets dark. Like when you get out of work and it's already dark. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. It like what sucks. the fuck? Where'd the day yeah. go? Yeah, it yeah, feels like sure. such a waste. For sure. Well, Matthew, uh, let's go ahead and let's talk about what we've been playing. Well, it's gonna sound very similar to last week because I haven't really played anything new except for what we're going to be talking about a little bit later on um still playing call of duty world war ii um got up to level 20 um i think i i don't i'm not sure if i talked about it on the podcast but i had a really insane game where i went 43 and 12 in one game i uh, i think you might have mentioned it at work yeah and it was just one of those and it's it's funny with call of duty you'll have a really awesome game like that, then you'll go and you'll jump into the next game, even with the same people, and you'll go like five and twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. You're like, I'm fucking, I'm a god, and like you're just murking people or whatever. Yeah. And the next time around, you're like, wow, I should fucking throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Why much. do I bother? Yep. We we were talking about that uh, playing Fortnite. That you know, when you get like above three kills, like you feel like you're fucking just murking in Fortnite, yeah. and it's like you forget, like yeah, you would go like forty three and twelve or whatever, you know, twenty and three or something on Call of Duty, you know, like uh, it, it's so funny how that how that works. Yeah, the different games. Yeah, and then I've been playing World of Warcraft still. I'm just leveling up a rogue right now, just taking it easy and grinding and. That's really about the extent of my gaming right now. Um, Word. What, what well, you, there man? is another game, but we're going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, <laughs> all right. I we'll, can't wait, Matt. I can't fucking wait. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go to you. All right. Uh, so I, I played Fortnite a few times um, on Xbox like I've been doing. Uh, that's pretty much the same thing as always. Uh, it's, you know, it's Fortnite. You win some, you lose some. Uh, you lose more than you win, and uh, it's pretty good. I like it. It's really fast paced. I really like that. We can't. We talk about it all the time, so I'll stop. But yeah, uh, Fortnite. Uh, the other thing I actually did this week is uh, Aiden and I, while we were waiting for the free games from PlayStation Network for this month to download, uh, we were like, "Oh, let's just play Broforce because it's two player." So we jumped on that, and actually. Um, unintentionally uh, erased the game that we had where it was pretty much beat. So we had to start from the beginning. Yeah, it's okay though. Um, So we've been playing it all the way through. We're about halfway through it. Uh, We played a lot this week. Yeah. I I can't, you know, I know that game's a bit old, um, but man, it's old. Isn't that game like only a few years old? Well, you know, I mean, in, in millennial terms, it's old, you know, 
um, oh, I guess. in hipster terms, you know, it's it's an old ass game. But um, man, I I forgot how fun that game is. That game is just the right level of challenging enough to where you don't get pissed off, and it makes you want to keep trying it. Like, oh, I'll try it this way. Oh, I'll try it that yeah. way. You know, it's not super deep. Like, you don't have to worry about like no, no. RPG type elements or anything like that. I mean, there are upgrades <laughs> and things you can get, but you get them by beating certain levels you know that you don't even have to like they're off to the side you know um graphically it's actually pretty fucking impressive like even though like they did this weird thing where they make it look 8-bitty but they're like squares and i don't mean or cubes i say is a better better way to put it it's like if you were to take an 8-bit game but make each pixel instead of being a flat square make it a cube that's that's like the the style that they they did the game in really freaking cool there's really not much else that's that's like that and you know it's great you can do up to four players at the same time which is crazy chaotic oh, by that's the way cool. well it sucks because you'll get somebody that has like uh i think it's called his name's bro in black so it's will smith from men in black and he's oh, got the noisy yeah, yeah, cricket yeah, that's right that's right that that thing when it goes off takes like chunks of the level out like because you can destroy the entire level. Like, yeah. every bit of it you can blow up. So, you know, you can blow away the ground your buddy's standing on and they're dead now, you know? So it's really hectic and chaotic. Um, but yeah, so we've been playing that. Uh, it's a really good game. If you haven't played it in a while or you haven't played it at all, I highly recommend it. Um, especially if you want a quick pickup game or, or, or just something to kind of mindlessly kind of go at. Um, man, it's great for that. Um, what else, Matt? Um that's really i mean i played a lot of other stuff but that's more about uh, the quote-unquote meat of the show so i will hold off on that for a second um matt i want to go ahead and just there's like a couple of real quick uh news news things that we don't really need to talk about i want to get those yeah. out of the way and then we can move on with the, the rest Are you cool with that <clears throat> yeah that's fine okay so uh one of the things i do want to announce is that they are looks like they're speaking of Fortnite. looks like they're bringing Fortnite to mobile did you see that, Matt? Yeah. How is that even going to... And they say it's going to be the full game, right? The full game. Now, I don't think you're going to want to play this with uh, screen controls. I think you're going to need to use uh, like a Bluetooth remote to play with, yeah. if that makes any sense. Um, but it's definitely... It's not like it's graphically hard. I mean, I'm sure the current phones you know, will have no problems oh, yeah. playing it. Yeah, phones you and know. iPads and all that. Um, and it's going to keep, even though you won't be playing with PC or console players, it's going to be your same account. So like you can level up and, and, and unlock things and whatever. That's pretty cool. At least it, it is really cool. So, um, I don't know if I have a remote that will work, but I've been meaning to get one for, um, for classic gaming shit anyway. So I might pick one, pick a controller up and sync it to the phone when it comes out and give it a try. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really interesting that they're going to port that game to mobile. Uh, when are they going to port it to the Switch? So that's the cool part about this is that phones are ARM architecture, right? Mm-hmm. Same same as the Switch. So I would not be surprised that after this phone port, since that's where the, the heavy lifting would, would go and the best return is obviously going to be from mobile. I think if it has any success at all on mobile, then... Uh, it's kind of a no-brainer that they'll probably bring that over to Switch. And, and honestly, if they're going mobile, that makes more sense because you don't need to bring a controller. You know what I mean? Like, it's already part of it. Yeah. So, pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. so I mean, I'll be interested to try it out. We, we still need to get some Fortnite in. Um, you haven't played it on the console yet. You've only played it on PC, right? No. I have it downloaded, though. Wait, no, okay. I don't. 
no, I have it in queue to download. I haven't done it yet. Um, but yeah, the last time I played was when you and I played. Gotcha. Well, we need to uh, we need to check it out on console. Um, that way, you can kind of give your thoughts and weigh in on the console versus PC as well. And again, that new update for the console that came out a few weeks back definitely brought it closer to being on par with the PC, and I really like that. Um, what else we got? Uh, Super Smash Brothers finally announced it's coming to the Switch. Um, for all you Smash players out there, rejoice. Um, I think that's cool. I think that's going to uh, go over better than it did with the Wii U because not a lot of people had a Wii U. Yeah. Um, so, the you know, I'm pretty sure... I didn't read this specifically, but I'm pretty sure it's a port of the Wii U one. Um, no, I think are, it's going to be a new one. Is it really? Yeah, I think it's going to be all brand new. I just thought they were adding a bunch of characters and, and some levels to it. That'd be crazy oh. if they did a whole brand new one. Uh, I thought I read that it was going to be brand new. It, it might be. I, I don't know. Um, it doesn't have a title yet. Um, so, But they do say it'll be here this year. They do say 2018, which is pretty stinking cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it, it's really funny with Smash Brothers because every time they end up coming out the new version, they always say that that's going to be the last one. You remember that? Have you heard oh, that before? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the right. The creator, and I can't forget, can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, he always Kojima says, yeah, shit. yeah. He always says that's it. He like He's like, I'm done with it. You know, it's too much work and to balance characters, and there's too many characters now. He always says he's done, but then here comes the new version. So, Well, it's more uh, like Nintendo brings a truck full of money and be like, please create another yeah. one. Here's all the money that we would have made if we would have had SNES Classics and NES Classics available yeah. <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know how that works. But, you know, you got to understand, too, that that's not actually made in-house by Nintendo, that it is a third-party uh, game. Um, obviously, Nintendo has uh, a lot of say-so in the game, but uh, it is a third-party and always has been. Um so yeah, so Super Smash coming to the Switch, everybody. So that I mean that gets you all the main games that you know the Nintendo franchise games out on the Switch. You gotta think, Matt. I mean, we got Kirby getting ready to come out and Yoshi. After that, what what else do they have uh, to 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 move systems to you know be system sellers? I mean, Smash the Pokemon game. Oh, Pokemon uh, is gonna fuck shit up. That's gonna be a record year for them. Yeah, I mean, hopefully another Mario Kart game because the Mario Kart we have now that's just a port. It's yeah. not, there's really yeah. nothing new. I mean, yeah, the, the battle, the battling system is new, but other than, it's not really a new game though. No, not at all. No. Not at all. And then, um, I don't know. I'm hoping we see a, another Mario game too, even if it's like a 2d platformer, that's not in the style of new super Mario brothers. They, they I'm tired of them phoning that shit in, man. Just like, yeah. well, let's rearrange some shit. Call it a new game. I'm I'm over it, guys. We need we need good 2D or side scrolling rather Mario. Yeah. We need good shit again. Something new. Agreed. Um, I I would be willing to venture, and and I think they were talking about this on the CU podcast that the whole Mario Maker thing was like a holdover. And you know, I'm hoping they have something in the works because Mario Shit. Maker was there to sort of satisfy that. Yeah. And Mario Maker was an awesome game. If they made like a Mario Maker two that had I don't know, better capabilities than the first one, I'd be down for that too. Actually I'd be willing to bet that they port that to the Switch. I'm okay with that. I, I'd yeah. almost be tempted to buy it again. 
Well, I know like a lot of people are pissy about it because they got rid of the the Wii universe thing, the me universe, me verse or yeah. whatever. And that was how you like communicated and, and all that with, with all that stuff. So and it took away like all the online stuff from from the uh, uh, Mario Maker. So, yeah, I mean, they almost kind of need to put it on the switch to sort of revive it and bring it back. Um, yeah. And it's touchscreen, so it's perfectly yeah. suited for it. So yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, so uh, more stuff coming out for the Switch, guys. Everybody keeps asking, what's next? What are they going to do? It looks like Nintendo does still have a bunch of stuff uh, sort of up their sleeve. So hang in there. The Switch is, you know, the Switch is killing it. Uh, It would be really cool if we saw Nintendo sort of drive the market to where you've got, you know, the other two big players, Sony and Microsoft, where they're both trying to like, you know, go towards like PC and streaming services. Yeah. Um, it would be really cool if this forced them to come out with some type of a actual console that's portable instead of an actual standalone portable. Like, wouldn't that be some shit if, if that's the way it goes instead of what they thought? If Nintendo makes them fucking turn around and do that? <laughs> it'd be it'd be pretty funny. Highly unlikely, but it would be awesome. Yeah. Shit, I'm not going to lie. I'd love an actual PlayStation 5 that was a console and a portable. God, but think, think about, like, how are they going to... The cooling system on that. No. Yeah. It's going to be like the size of those gaming laptops. Basically, that's what it is. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like seven pounds. And, and it, it'll last 10 minutes if you're lucky when yeah. it's undocked. Yeah, 10 minutes and you get like first degree burns from it and shit. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. I'll tell you what, if they could come out with a way to make it acceptable to gamers to be portable and be dockable like the Switch and Sony came out with something like that, it would crush Nintendo. Guaranteed. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, th- Nintendo still has its mascots going for them, though, and their system sellers. They'll always have their IP and all that, but, I mean, think about it. If you got a full-blown fifth fifth gen? No. I, I don't remember what, eighth gen or ninth gen, whatever the consoles are, but the, the fifth PlayStation, okay? Yeah. If you got that in, in a Switch format, I mean, come on, yeah. man. It'd they be, already it'd be, they already outsell any Nintendo product, you know what, four to one or five to one or something. Oh yeah, so it'd be so. pretty insane. I mean, I'm I still feel like I just bought a PlayStation Four, so mm-hmm. they announced like a five, and you know the five's gonna come out in a year or two, and it's like, god damn it, and I gotta drop another like four or five hundred bucks. Well, and, I mean, in you did buy two PlayStation Fours, yeah. I got the first one when it first came out, and then the Pro. The Pro. I had yeah. to get a Pro. I mean, man, I, I'm hoping that they drop in price really soon. Uh, I might have to grab one. Um, it's worth it. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm saying it's worth it. Have you seen how cheap the VRs are going? The PlayStation VRs are going for? Yeah, but I'm still not interested in VR, honestly. I I get that, but when they get down to like you know you get a deal around Christmas for one seventy five or one hundred fifty bucks for the whole setup, it's gonna be kind of hard to say no. You uh, know what I mean? Well, for you, but for me, it'll be like eh. <laughs> you know what honestly keeps me away from it besides the price? What it is the cords? There's so many fucking cords to that thing. Like you can't That's leave right. it set That's up. That's right. Yeah. You can't leave it set up because people are going to be tripping on it. It's going to be getting tangled and all fucked up. Like, And then so then it becomes this thing of having to bring it out and set it up and all that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, why? You know, like you're you're making people not want to use it. And I, you know, I, I don't even think that it really need. There's got to have some type of streaming shit that they could do over wireless. Like like the Wii U. 
the Wii U streamed without lag to the gamepad. They should do something like that for the VR. You know what I mean? And cut the cords out. That That's bullshit, man. To have three cords running out of your freaking TV so you can game, you know? That's silly. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know much about it, so I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I didn't even realize it's that many cords. So if you're telling me that, yeah. So that's a definite no for me. It's, it. it's a whole big mess, dude. You got to hook it up. It, it interrupts between your TV and your PlayStation so that people still can see what you're doing on your TV. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. people can still see what's going on. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of shit. You got the camera and, the, and all that stuff. So it, it, it's a mess. You know, I think that um, that that was that that's kind of the problem with it. Um, I know they're trying to keep the, the the cost point lower, which is probably the why the cords, but. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, speaking of that and why I actually brought it up, um, Matt, uh, Victor, uh, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, uh, yeah. he picked up a used one from somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has one. So um, I'm going to get him to maybe uh, phone in like a review or something for us and kind of educate us on it. So, um, heck, maybe we can go over there and uh, and check it out, Matt, and then you can kind of give your, your thoughts on it or something. True. True. Yeah. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Word. Uh, let's see, Matt, what else do we got in news? We, really, that's about it. Um, was there anything I mean, th- that, that you had? Th- I mean, there is a whole bunch of other stuff, but... Well, sure, there always is, yeah. Yeah, it's just nothing else that I'm really interested in right now. Yeah, I, I get it, man, I'm with you. But, um, I mean, I guess we can get to the main meat of the show. All right, so if you saw my Instagram po- or our Instagram post, sorry, earlier, uh, we gave a hint as to what's going on. Uh, we are going to dive deep into that, which is Mega Man and spiritual Mega Mans. Uh, so uh, basically, what happened was is uh, Mighty Number no. Nine uh, became free on the PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation Plus members got got Mighty Number no. Nine this month, and this is a game that yeah, Matt's Matt's giving the thumbs down. Um, <laughs> this is a game that Matt has protested uh, wholeheartedly. And if you guys don't know or you're not familiar with Mighty Number no. Nine, Mighty Number no. Nine is uh, essentially is a sack the, of shit. Okay, is the spiritual successor to uh, Mega Man because uh, yeah, that's a nice de- way of putting it. The developer who, who <laughs> made Mega Man. Uh, sort of kind of got, um, I don't even know how you would like forced out, I guess is how you would say they, they, they wouldn't let him do what he wanted. Um, and, and, you know, which was really dumb. I I do have to say, um, so he left when his contract was up and, and kind of went on his own. And so he wouldn't get sued. Obviously you can't make Mega Man, uh, his Capcom's, uh, intellectual property, um, but he made Mighty Number no. Nine, and the way that they did this was they crowdsourced it. Um, uh, what was it? Was it Kickstarter? It was Kickstarter, yeah. Was it? So it was through Kickstarter. It got overly, overwhelmingly supported and funded, and and uh, even with all that money and and support, they kind of fucked it up, didn't they, Matt? It's <laughs> a nice way of putting it. Do you, you you probably know a little bit more about the Kickstarter stuff than I do? Do you want to you want to let our listeners in on that? So I have to I have to look it up again, but from what I remember, you know, as soon as the Kickstarter came out, it was funded within what like a couple hours. Yeah, and um, literally minutes. Yeah. So from what I understood was, you know, they had a lot of problems. It was delayed a lot of times. Um, people weren't getting the the extra little goodies. Um, within like it took over a year to get some of those extra goodies they paid for. Like I, I don't even remember what they were. I'd have to look them up. 
but and people were saying like the whatever the little shits were were flimsy and cheap and just overall and then the game itself you know turned out to be not as great as what everybody hoped for yeah it was missing things it was missing some things and some features and some things that were told that would be in it they didn't come out with it um was there a delay on that as well didn't it take a little longer than than was yeah. promised? Yeah, quite a bit longer, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and, and I I know a big one of the big complaints were the graphics of the game because what they showcased was very different to what the final release was. It was a very much a downgrade in graphics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we never really got a real good answer to, to that. We got some bullshit stuff here and there, but we never really got an actual answer. It was more like they said, you know, that it was just to get the game out, which is kind of bullshit. When you when you get funded that hard and that fast, you shouldn't be settling on things, you know? Yeah. So do we want to get into make Mighty Number no. 9 first or go into the good stuff? Yeah, let's um so before we 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 give our review on on Mighty Number no. 9, um yeah, why don't we go ahead and let's talk about all the Mega Mans, the Mega Mans we've been I've been playing a lot because I'm not as versed as Matt. Matt has actually you're well through playing from one to end through the entire series and beating them. Um so you're going to be probably super on point. Um, but, uh, Matt, what, where are you at currently in your quest to, to finish the Mega Man series? It, so I thought I was done with eight, but I wasn't, I've only got a, um, few more levels to go until okay. I'm done with eight, but I just haven't, I mean, this week was more about playing mighty number no. nine than that, but, um, and I've beaten Mega Man nine and 10 already before when they came out on the Wii. So it's not like I haven't beaten those and, um. But, I mean, I've beaten all the classic Mega Mans before. I have beaten 8 previously. Um, I'm just re-beating it again. Um, I I don't think I've beaten all the Game Boy ones. I, I know I've beaten Mega Man, like, 3 and 4 on the Game Boy before. Are those different than Mega Man 3 and 4 on the NES? Um, they have the same bosses. I think they... I mean, the levels are going to be obviously different. And I don't think they have all the same bosses or they don't have every single boss. They've only got a few select few from from what uh, from what I remember. So like an alternate version then essentially. Almost, maybe kind, almost like a DLC kind of kind of sort of like it complements the the full the full game almost. Yeah. Okay. And then um you know, I've beaten as far as Mega Man X goes, I've beaten Mega Man X through 1 through 6. Um never played 7 or 8 cuz I've heard those are shit. Um Wow. And then as like Mega Man Zero, I've never played those. I never played Mega Man ZX. I've never played. No, I have played Mega Man Legends, the first one. And I've never played any of those Mega Man Battle Network. Legends, is that is that the PlayStation one that's kind of RPG-ish almost? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a third-person type game. So something interesting is uh, Josh at work, uh, he had told me he put like 100 hours or more into that game back in the day and yeah. highly recommends it, by the way. Yeah, I, I remember liking the game. It's just I never beat it, though. But it was it, it was also so vastly different compared to you know what you're used to. It's like going from Super Metroid to Metroid Prime, like two vastly different games. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, having prop technical difficulties here on my side. Um, I just think that's really interesting that they took it that way. I mean, Mega Man has got, gosh, there. I don't know that there's that many games out that have that many different 
uh, not just versions of the game, but different um, how you know sheer number of actual games that have been released and the different types of genres and stuff that they've crossed into. I mean, it's got to yeah. be one of the larger uh, franchises for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've never. Have you ever played any of the Mega Man Battle Network games? No, but uh, I, I, it keeps coming up, and I'm just so behind on the Mega Man scene. I mean, I only played a few as a kid growing up and all that, and now older, I'm, I'm going back and replaying them all. And yeah. that is something I, every time I'm like researching or Googling something, that is something that comes up. Have, have you played them? Nope. I, I, no. All I know is they're sort of like RPG-type games. Okay. I don't know anything about them. It almost seemed like, it, it, from what I remember reading up about it, it almost kind of seemed like Pokemon in a sense, like you play this kid and he controls Mega Man somehow, or Whoa. I don't fucking know. I don't Whoa. know. Well, Mega Man is a robot, so I mean it's yeah. not that far out of the the question. So, yeah. Matt, um, you primarily your most recent playthrough, you've been doing it on uh, the Legacy Collection, correct? Yeah. So, um, I, how do you feel about the legacy collection? How, how does it compare to, you know, the actual versions and stuff like that? How do you feel about it? Um, I mean, they're pretty much exactly the same game. Um, I do think, I don't think this legacy collection is as good as the anniversary collection that was on the GameCube and PS2, uh, mainly because the PS2 and GameCube version, you get more bang for your buck. Okay. Um, you get, the first eight Mega Man games instead of, you know, the first six. Right. So they're not all broken up. Um, but they do, they do sort of pad the content where they add challenge modes where you get to replay levels and, you know, they add new twists to them, but I don't really ever care about that kind of content. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm never a fan of that stuff, but, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the legacy collections are fine. They're appropriately priced. For what I got them there, I think I got them both for like fifteen or twenty bucks. Yep, yep. And um, I mean they're they're good. I mean they they pretty much play exactly the same. Um, the one thing that the anniversary collection does have over the the new ones is you get the once you beat every game on the anniversary collection, you get the first episode of Mega Man Unlocked, the cartoon. Oh, sick! Yes, the super fighting robot. Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you out of the anniversary collection between the PS2 and the GameCube version, you would recommend the PlayStation version. Yes, correct? yes, because I do not like the GameCube controls for that. It's I, it's weird. I don't know why, but it just feels like it plays better. I feel like I think we you know have have had this discussion. The D pad on the PS2 plays way better far superior yeah or feels better than the game gamecube d-pad i'd say that i i'd be willing to actually say that the playstation d-pad which really hasn't changed much over the years is still pretty much the same as probably one of the nicest d-pads out there um so and 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 the positioning is great too it's not in a weird spot you don't have to drop your thumb down you know to get to it so that that makes sense that makes sense um, so, uh, one thing that I've noticed, uh, I've been playing the, uh, legacy collections, um, as well. Uh, that's how I've been playing a lot of these Mega Mans. I don't have a lot of the original ones and I gotta say it's pretty cool from, from a, uh, gameplay perspective. It's very, it's, it's a really done, it's a well done port. It's actually an emulation, but it's very well done. The pixels are really nice and crisp. 
I like that you can put the little borders around your screen and it has like artwork from back in the day from all the different Mega Oh Mans. yeah, that's right. I forgot like, about that. That's badass. You know, you can put scan lines on if you want. I, I, I'm going to take the nerd tech approach for, for this portion. <laughs> um, you can put the scan lines on. You can stretch it. I don't know why in God's name you would want to stretch a four by three game to 16 by nine. It looks, it makes me want to throw up everywhere, um, but you can. Matt, the best part, which you haven't touched on yet, which is actually one of the things that you bring up quite a bit, is the save states. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, the I, I did use the save states a lot, and that's mainly because I just wanted to save time because it's I, I've beaten these games over and over and over again, and and when I just did my recent playthrough, I'm like, I don't give a shit, shit. Let me just beat it. Well, yeah. I, I can't I can't complain either. I mean, I understand why back in the day the games were the way they were. They're, they were what, you didn't have a way to save. It was a password-based system, so that's kind of how they were. Um, yeah. But if, if I do have to make a complaint about playing this stuff on the actual hardware is that the lack of save states because it is so damn frustrating to lose at a boss and have to start all over from the beginning of that area yep. again. Um, it, it seems unnecessary to me. Um, now I know back in the day, this was to make it feel like you got more content and things like that. I get it. I know why they did it, but man, we are spoiled nowadays. If you want to replay these yeah. games for sure, the modern console uh, ports are the way to go. Uh, well, save states they, will, will make you not hate life, especially they, with Mega Man. They changed the state, the way the save states work in the legacy collection too. Um, because in the first one, you know, as soon as you save, you know, you can reload and start at that point. In right. Legacy Collection 2, they have checkpoints now. So you can only save when you reach a certain checkpoint. I really wish they wouldn't have done that. Um, it's still better than... It, it. The checkpoints are still much better than playing the, you know, them the, the original way. But, yeah. uh, you know, why, why not the save anytime you want or reload anytime you want? Like, I don't get it. Like, the games are hard as fuck. You know, and they put a bunch of them on there. Like, it's not yeah. like you need more more playtime out of it, you know? No, and I agree with the save states, especially for Mega Man's um, probably like 4, 5, and 6, because those are when the levels definitely got longer. Very, um, yeah. Well, Because like, Mega uh, Man 1, 2, and 3, those levels are pretty short. Very short. They're very classic early NES type type yeah. uh, game design now four i would say is where they really started getting quote unquote modern mega man with it um i like and longer too like you said like on four yeah. shit like the the first i mean y you get like mid bosses like right away <laughs> you mm -hmm. know like the what was it like a like a hippo or, or i think it was like is like on that pedestal platform you gotta blow it away to knock them down a few levels or whatever yeah. it was on one of the boss uh, one of the uh one of the uh Ah, oh, one of the levels. Gosh, good job, Matt. But uh, about Toad Man. But yeah, like they started adding shit like that. You know, you had like yeah. the when was the slide introduced? Was that five? I think Mega Man five. No, I thought it was three or four. Oh, I'm not. I don't think it's in four. If it's in four, you might have to unlock it because I know you don't oh. get it right away. Um, I was playing that one quite a bit today. Um, I gotta oh, say, okay. I I think that if I'm gonna play an NES era Mega Man. I mean, my heart is always with Mega Man 2 because that's the one I grew up playing and I've yeah. played it recently and beat it. Um, but I think 4 is probably going to be my favorite NES one. Now, Matt, you've I've never beat 4, so I, I don't really have much room to talk, but I, I, I really like the level design. I think the graphics are some top-tier shit for the NES. I think that, um, you know, it, 
it's it's punishingly hard um but once you learn it it's easy to breeze through you know which which how they should be yeah. um some of the later ones are just constantly punishing you know and and, and that's unnecessary i don't know what, what do you think about four matt Oh, four is my favorite um Mega Man at, out of the classic Mega Mans. Oh, okay. Um, you've got Toad Man, Pharaoh Man, um, was it Skull Man is in there too. Yeah, actually, I've got it. Uh, got it loaded up here. Let's see. It is. Yeah, so you've got Ring Man, Dive Man, Skull Man, Pharaoh Man, Toad yeah. Man, Drill Man, Dust Man, and Bright Man. Yeah, yeah. That th- that was um, that that was my favorite Mega Man growing mm-hmm. up. Um. I've beaten it many times. Um, this is uh, I, I'm gonna be probably playing this one through this week since I've never actually uh, finished it. I'm I'm, I'm really into it. Um, and honestly, I mean, if we're being for real, like my favorite Mega Man's are actually not the NES ones, but four is really starting to to sway me a little bit. It's it's pretty damn good. Um, what else? Uh, so playing through on the legacy stuff, uh, really cool, really well done, really neat features. Um, oh, th- you can play the music on, on the legacy collection. How cool is that? Mega Man is. Um, oh man, we got a bunch of uh, stuff going on in the chat. I didn't even realize yep. that. Yep. Um, Shout out to Man Cave MTG. Man out there. Cave MTG, what's going on, man? Sorry. He's got to a U- he's got a YouTube channel for Magic the Gathering. Definitely check that out. Excellent. Um. So uh, the music of Mega Man, right? Like that's one of the, like the, yeah. the main draws to Mega Man was even back in the day. I mean, it was you realize games could have actually good music in them, and oh, Mega yeah. Man is known for that. And in the Legacy Collection, they actually give you right there in the in, in the menu system, you can play any of the the tracks that you want. Like that's pretty fucking cool. Um, in fact, if you if you got a new copy or you got a used copy that didn't wasn't missing all the paperwork, they actually give you a download code to get the entire soundtrack. Um, pretty stinking neat. Oh so. shit, that's right. I never did use that though. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> hopefully aside, it's not expired. Um, I don't know if it does or not. I haven't used mine yet either. I've got it for both. Um, I'll have to report back on that. But um, mostly because they have all the Mega Man music on Apple Music, and I have yeah. listened to it. So. Um, but yeah, pretty neat. Um, what else? So there's a ton, ton of different, uh, you know, platforms and stuff that Mega Man's come out through the years. You've got Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation. Um, you've got even on Nintendo 64, Nintendo 64. You've even got some Sega. They dip their toe into Sega. You can get this on the Genesis, I believe, and the Sega Saturn, I want to say got ports. Um, Matt, did you, did you watch that gaming historian video? Uh, yeah. So I had no idea that it was like a mix. Uh, it's called Dr. Wiley. What was it? Wiley Wars or something yeah, like that? Mega Man, the Wiley Wars. Wiley Wars. I had no idea that it was like a mix of like the first few Mega Mans. Yeah. Um, I had no idea about that either. It's really cool that they redid the graphics and all that. Forum. Yeah, so it's like for if you want to play some of those original bosses and some of those original levels, it's actually like considered the definitive edition for it because it was like remastered for 16-bit era. Um, that's pretty stinking cool because you've been able to play the older Mega Mans on newer systems, but they've been direct ports or they've been uh, emulated. Whereas for this yeah. Wily Wars, they actually like totally redid it. Um, which I think is really stinking cool. Now, uh, I do got to make sure that everybody is aware about uh, uh, Wily Wars. Um, it's not available in the U.S. Well, it was, but it's certainly not anymore. 
one thing that's interesting about that is is that it came out in Japan and it came out in uh, Europe. Uh, you're gonna want the Japanese one because it's not for PAL, uh, so it's gonna play at the right speed. But it is very expensive. Even the European one is very expensive, Matt. Is it really? Yeah. Um, so what you can get if you do see one that says Genesis on it and not uh, Mega Drive. Um, is it's going to be a repro and you can get them for about 20 30 bucks and that's okay um they're actually really well done they're a direct yeah uh, copy. I, I would be okay with the with a repro yeah because the only way that you could get it was through SegaNet uh in america because they wanted yeah. some exclusive titles to drive people to to SegaNet. SegaNet was this uh internet service where you could play games and subscribe to on your genesis it was it didn't last very long but the way it worked is it would download the game you wanted to play each time you wanted to play, and then when you shut the Genesis off, it would go away. So there was really no way to have a physical copy of Wily Wars here in the U.S. So pretty interesting. Um, just go ahead and get a repro for that. Um, unless you're a collector and you have to have it, then the Japanese one would be the way you go, but it's not cheap. Um, but yeah, if you see it with Genesis on there and somebody's trying to tell you it's real, tell them to pack sand because it's not. Uh, <laughs> it was never actually put on a real Genesis cartridge, so... There's a there's a history lesson there for you. Oh man, that's funny. Pack sand. Pack sand. Did I say that? I didn't even realize yeah. I said that. I, I had an old director I used to work for. She would say that in lieu of uh, cursing uh, in like meetings at people and stuff. It was pretty awesome. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah. Especially for the meeting we have this week. Here, you, you all can just go fucking pack sand. Well, then you curse though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like, and then uh, so you can say that and be like, "Well, I don't know about that, brother. I don't know about that, dude." Well, well, well. So, uh, what what are some other uh, versions, Matt? I know you talked a little bit about um, Game Boy uh, Mega Man. Um, you ever play any on the Game Boy Advance? Nope. So I I've only recently I, I played uh, Mega Man Zero on on the Game Boy Advance, and that game. I'll tell you what, Matt. Let's go through our our, uh, our questions here, and I will get to Mega Man Zero because I have some shit to say about it, um, and it is kind of down there. So, okay. uh, if you want to, you want to go ahead and start off. Uh, what is your favorite Mega Man, Matthew? So we already talked about it. It's Mega Man Four. Um, it was, you know, one of the ones I played that I rented a lot as a kid. I've never actually owned a Mega Man game until. Um, the anniversary collections came out for PS2. The 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 first one, the Mega Man anniversary collection, and the Mega Man X anniversary collection. Okay, is that so, because you rented them as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah I rented yeah. the shit out of them like yep. so many times. So I just I just never owned owned any. Um, but I just always really go, remember going back. Oh wait, no, I do take that back. I did have Mega Man Four for the Game Boy as well. I do remember that, but. Other than that, I just always rent the NES and Super Nintendo ones. So that's definitely my favorite. And plus, I feel like it just has some of my favorite bosses in there and some of my favorite level designs as well. So um, that's really cool. And I'm, I'm starting to sway your way, Matt, uh, on that as I play through this game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, though, that mine is still, and this is probably just because the one I've played the most, um, is going to be Mega Man X for the Super Nintendo, the original X. Um this game is Mega Man X. I, I, I want to say any of the Super Nintendo Mega Mans graphically are probably my favorite to look at. 
Uh, I just love 16-bit style. I think it's like that perfect blend of, of 2D, but, uh, you know, it's a little more deep compared to the yeah. NES. Um, but the game itself plays phenomenal. Um, you know, it, 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 it's fully Mega Man. Anybody that argues with you that Mega Man X is, is too far away from the bases, they've never played them because it's great. They took Mega Man and they just added extreme shit to it. Like, um, you know, riding on things that are moving, you know, like they added all these different elements and, and it was really, I feel like it's refreshing. And if you can't play NES stuff, if I know a lot of people, it's just really weird, Matt, a lot of people that are even into, um, retro gaming, they're not super into nes um i mean there are tons of nes fans out there and stuff like that i'm not saying that but there is a huge selection of retro gamers that only go back to 16-bit era uh they think it's too simple so wrong they're wrong well i will i don't know about that brother uh, but tremendous. I, I, yeah, I, I like the NES. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not I'm not one of those. But if you are and you want to see what's up with the whole Mega Man thing, I recommend starting with one of the Mega Man X games. Um, it's one of my favorites. It's one of them that I, I kind of rented all the time as a kid and grew up playing and and still can have a good time playing through it now. Um, I, I almost feel like you'd almost get the wrong impression of Mega Man if that was your first one you ever played. How so? Because it's I, I feel mainly because of the power ups that you get and that the the armor power-ups because because if you play Mega Man X first and then you go back to Mega Man 1 or 2 it's almost going to feel kind of bland and boring so if if you have no problems with 8-bit games I would not tell you to go right to Mega Man X if, if you can if you if you like 8-bit games and things like that yeah yeah don't don't start with X but if not um you know you're gonna get your fix if you like things a little deeper uh, Mega Man X is is fine, but yeah, that that makes sense, Matt, because there are like suit upgrades and and all that type of shit yeah. with with X, which and, I, and that's I also always like. one of the f- yeah that's always one of the fun things with the X games is getting the armor upgrades and trying to find where they're at, and Absolutely. then you know getting the speed dash and all that shit. It's th- those are always fun. Heck yeah, man, and and finding them too, which is great secrets in Mega Man. You know what I mean? They're, they're oh yeah. Especially in X. The X was really cool because it was a little less linear. There were like, I mean, it's it's still linear to get to the boss, but there were other yeah. ways you could get around and sure, shit, you would end up finding secrets or, or upgrades and stuff. So um, yeah, I, I think it's Mega a Man, great advance for, for this for the series. Yeah, Me- Mega Man had secrets like where you could find the Mega Man letters and unlock the bird or unlock some special weapons. And that was, I think they started that in Mega Man 3 or 4. I think I four with the weapons. I don't think you could get weapons in three. Well, no. It, I At think least I've never three, seen them in three. I think three was the one where if you collect all the Mega Man letters, you unlock the bird. If I remember correctly, I don't. I'd have to. I, I have to look back at it. But um, no. But yeah, that's always been. I mean, I think X does it better with hiding the secrets. Because it's more fun because you get the heart tanks and the energy tanks and all that. Yep. At, regular Mega Man is just mainly energy tanks and maybe a hidden weapon or two. For sure. Um, so uh, let's move on a little bit here because we st- I still have a lot of Mega Man stuff I want to talk about. Um, sure. Let's see. So least favorite Mega Man. Matt, um, uh, you go ahead and reveal yours, but explain why. See, I put... I put two on here, right. and, but if I really had to think about it, I think I'd almost have to go with Mega Man Eight, okay. and that's because because I have I originally put Mega Man Seven or Eight, and if I had to really think about Mega Man Eight, was such a departure of just the original Mega Man line because one they tried to make Mega Man Eight like a stupid anime, 
Um, they even have anime cutscenes and um, and just to say, I Mega Man, Mega Man and Mega Man Eight sounded like a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll go he, with that. He, he sounds really terrible. I mean, the game itself is fine. The level design is decent. But the bosses just feel so phoned in and just not exciting. And it's just... I think it's it, very much a victim of the time, too. That that PS1, yeah. you know, 2D wasn't really... Nobody was interested anymore. And they were, that, you that know... That is true. I, I will say, out of all the classic Mega Mans, 1 through 10, 8 is probably the hardest okay. that I've come across. Because the, the only other one that I've come across that's probably on the same level of being hard as Mega Man 3. Mega Man 3, for some fucking reason, was really hard. It's but scary all... hard, dude. I've never beaten it. And then all the others, like Mega Man 1, 2, 4, 5, 6, and 7, they're super easy. And then mm, 8. Asterisk eight. on that. <laughs> well, e- easy for me. Um, <laughs> okay. And then then 8 is just, there's just some parts that are just stupid hard. So, okay, so 7 and 8 were both, were they both PlayStation? No, 7 was Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, okay, all right. Um, I never played 7. Um, I remember 8. I, I've never, like, extensively played it. I do remember it. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm watching yeah. some video of it now, and it's kind of bringing some shit back. It's it's not my favorite graphically either. Um, what, on 8? Uh, especially yeah eight especially not for the playstation era um i think for me matt um i really love the i mean it's not my favorite overall i think my favorite overall are going to be super nintendo as far as graphically goes but man mega man x4 on the ps1 is fucking awesome looking i i know you're not a huge fan of it matt um it's to to me x4 is the last good mega man x game after that, they I, sort of go downhill. Yeah, I just love the the anime style uh, of it. I think it's it's just it's just really awesome to look at. It kind of, you know, it kind of showcases how good the the PlayStation was at two D stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even though it wasn't what it was intended to do, it was like a beast at it. You know, and and uh, the Mega Man X four. That's probably one of my favorite Mega Mans. Uh, it's probably up there. Uh, I would say it, it's it's definitely a fun one. Um, as far as X games go, two is my all-time favorite for Mega Man X games. But um, go, going back, it's it's funny because you're going through the Legacy Collection now. Yes, and have you've never played Mega Man Seven, have you? I have not played. No, I have not played Mega Man Seven. That's why I didn't know what, if it was PlayStation or Super or not. I've so never played it. When you finally play Mega Man Seven, you're gonna see why that that's almost the worst one for me because it feels like. Because you go from the Nintendo where Mega Man feels rather fast. Okay. You know, you know, at least Mega Man 6, you know, you're able to slide, oh, yeah. charge up, and it and it feels like you're actually running, even when there's really no run button or anything. Then you go to 7, and just the way the graphics move and the way he's animated, it feels so slow. And the way he shoots just feels so weak. It's, okay. It's, quite a jump i mean just just look at some gameplay for seven and you'll probably see what i mean and then man cave mtg asked was nine released in the u.s i played the emulator but never looked into it if it was actually released in the states so man cave mtg might be confusing nine with Mega Man and base which was another super nintendo game that we never got in the states until it came out in game boy advance so Mega Man nine and ten were actually released on the wii 
as just then they went back to 8-bit games but you might be thinking of Mega Man and base which for a long time was con- a lot of people thought was Mega Man 9 for a long time interesting I, I did not know any of that Matt yeah so I, I don't know if you ever played Mega Man and base it's um no it's I, actually I've a, never even heard of it it's it's actually a really good game you can get it on Game Boy Advance but um it's it's um I've only ever played it on an emulator for Super Nintendo. It's you you it's it's basically a regular Mega Man game, but you choose between being Mega Man or Base. And Base is um was, you know, Mega Man's arch nemesis. Okay. And Mega, he he first appeared in Mega Man Seven. And um he he's I don't even remember like what his special abilities are or anything, but it's he he he's sort of like proto man in a sense where he's just Mega Man's nemesis and then he becomes his friend. Gotcha. You know, in the okay. end. So I yeah I am watching uh some some seven playthrough um and it is it's slow. You're right. Yeah, it, it feels it, slow. It, it down. feels slow. Yeah. But but I mean but the whole game feels like that and then it's yeah that well, that's why I almost say shoots it's slow like the bullets yeah. are going slow. <laughs> Like, wow, okay. Kind of makes me not even want to bother to play it since there are so many Mega Mans and I'm trying to, it, it, you know, get my fill. It's like, I'll probably leave this one till the end, man. It's it's still not as bad as 8, in my opinion. Okay, all right. So 8 is worse. Uh, I, if I'm going to play PlayStation uh, era Mega Mans, I think I'm going to stick with the X series. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. I, I would go to 8 probably towards the end. I mean, I've got it on the legacy stuff, so maybe I'll get to it eventually, but... Um, so what about you? What's your least favorite Mega Man? So my least favorite Mega Man, and, and it's not, is it's going to be Mega Man Zero on the Game Boy Advance. Um, I, I'm not saying that it's necessarily a bad game or a bad Mega Man. Um, they just, they got a lot of shit weird and wrong to me on this one. Um, one of the things I don't like is that the way that like you, you, you have like this base, you know, uh, that 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 you and your resistance fighters and all that are are kind of in and scattered throughout this base, or you can find like power ups and you can talk to people and you know where you save at is in there and where you jump off to new new uh, missions and stuff is in there, but it's so spread out like it takes you way too long to go to each one of these like you have to like go all the way down to the bottom level and then walk all the way across like through this whole room to get to it and open these doors like it's really friggin' stupid like it takes so long to get to what you need to do i i just i yeah. don't feel like it was necessary it's it's kind of weird like that too um and, and the way that they do the the level uh select is not like your traditional mega man now in 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 most mega mans you get the 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 select screen of which you know which boss you're gonna go after and which level yeah. you're gonna be in mega man zero does that but you only get an option of like three or four and then if you say you um you die right you don't defeat the boss okay. on one when you go back to launch that one's gone and a new one is rotated in the list so it sort of Ew. forces you. Now it'll come back. It'll come back through the rotation, but you can't pick which one over and over. <laughs> Jeez. Now you can save and and restart from your save, which is what I do because I don't want to miss the certain levels. And you do need to beat them in a certain order, just like Mega Man, to get the right yeah. power ups and stuff. But it just seems unnecessary. Like they were changing shit to change shit, you know. And 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 I just I don't like it. Now the level design is really good. It looks phenomenal on the Game Boy Advance, and you get to play as Zero. 
Now, for people who don't know, Zero, instead of shooting, has a badass samurai sword. Uh, laser samurai sword? I, I don't know. Lightsaber samurai Light, Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like that. And yeah. it's the shit. I love playing as that. And what's cool is, as you use it, you kind of get, like, experience points. And same with Mega Man in there, too, with his gun. Or blaster, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. The more you play as it, the more it, like, level up and you get different abilities added to it, which is great. I I'm, I have no problems with any of that, how that works. I love using, playing as Zero, having the sword is f- amazing, and, it, and, it, and it's really cool they were able to make a game where you can play with a blaster or a sword, and the levels don't have to be modified at all. They did a really great job of that. So I just hate uh, I hate the way that the, the you get around the, the little base. I hate the way the level select works, and there's another thing that I hate, Matt, and... You get these little, like, fairy power-ups. You collect them. You find them in different levels or, or hidden around the home base and all that. And they're in your menu system. And they do things like give you life back or, or add additional life or give you a power-up or something like that. But they're one-time use. So once you use them, they're gone. And as soon as you die, they're gone, basically. And they're very... They're, for me, they're too few and far in between. And and it and it's especially with a game that has a difficulty level of Mega Man. We'll just give it its own difficulty level. It's you know <laughs> Mega Man is like hard setting on most games. Um, you need more of them. Uh, at least I do. Um, I'm not uh, the shittiest player in the world, but I'm not the best. I'm kind of in the middle when it comes to a lot of video games. And for me, I don't get enough of those. And 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 it's they're too hard to come by. And it's clunky how you equip them. Like instead of you know being able to fastly use one or put one in like a rotation where you can just hit a button and activate them. You have to go into the menu system. You have to pick it. You have to move it. You have to activate it. And now you have it. It's just, they miss the mark on so many different things. And especially on a mobile game that it kind of ruins it for me. Uh, I still play it. Um, but yeah, so, so there you go. So there's my mega man zero explanation. Yeah. I played you, you brought it in one day at work and I played it for like two minutes and I didn't like it cause there was too much talking. <laughs> yeah I, well there's really not though just in the beginning it's it's just like every other Mega Man they try to put a story to I, I don't feel like yeah. it's too much personally yeah and, and let's talk about the story of Mega Man real quick <laughs> yeah who fucking cares about the goddamn story of Mega Man all I want to do is jump on platforms and shoot robots I don't give a shit that Dr. Wily created some shit and is trying to take over the universe again no it, that, that makes I, I don't care. All right. I don't care that Sigma is back after killing him 5 million times. I just want to play as Mega Man X and just go pew pew some things. Well, you got to have the anime esque to it, man. Uh, I know. I know. And I know that's the whole thing with games nowadays. It's, you know, everything's got to have a story and, you know, some Game of Thrones type shit where I'm just like, I don't, I really don't care. Well, people did back in the day, you know, I mean, that you got to think when uh, Mega Man came out. I mean, the first few Mega Mans had a very quick story. You know, the first Mega Mans had a very quick story. It was in the beginning, and that was it. Yeah, um, and you could skip it, right? But you got to that, that was the good thing about it. Yeah, you could skip right through it. But you know, you start getting into the X and stuff like that. I mean, you got to think you're competing with the Final Fantasy shit that's blowing up and all that. Everybody wanted a story. You know, every game had to get a fucking story. So, yeah, and it was, you know, I like. Mega Man X, for instance, I always, always skip through all the text and dialogue, but it wasn't until maybe a few years ago when I played Mega Man X 1 through 4 again um, that I actually started reading the dialogue. 
And you know what I thought about it? Shit. I didn't give two shits about it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I didn't fucking care. Just okay. I don't. I don't give a shit. You're trying to be all deep and stuff. Who the fuck is Sigma again? Oh, okay. Nobody. He, cares. He's the. He's the Doctor Wily wannabe. But yes. he's. He, he's. He's cooler looking, but he still sucks because he gets killed by a little blue robot. Cooler looking, I guess. I mean, that doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree. Dude, they need to make a Mega Man and a Mega Man X game together how would that work pretty badass i don't fucking know let the designers (laughs) figure it out (laughs) it's not your problem (laughs) it's not my problem you guys just make that shit out yeah because mega man 11 is coming out and i'm so excited about it and it's coming out on the switch as well yes it is yes it is which also i think we even we mentioned it but the legacy collection is coming on the switch as well or is already out yeah it is but it's download only yeah i i was i was gonna get it because I think I think what happens is you do get a cartridge for the first six games, but then for the second part of the collection, it's a download. Bullshit, man! Absolutely yeah, it's bullshit. Stupid. So I don't even want it now on the Switch. Now it now, depending on how they do the Mega Man X Legacy Collection, I may get it on the Switch. But if it's the same thing, I'm just gonna go for the PS4. Yeah, collection. I, I agree. I, I, I kind of wish, Matt, I picked all my legacy stuff up on the Xbox because I waited so long to, to buy it. Um, it wasn't new yeah. anymore, and I could only find used copies of the first legacy collection, and I ended up buying the first one I saw, which was for uh, Xbox. Um, I, I wish I would have gotten it on PlayStation because it's just a system I more gravitate towards. But I had to stick with it because I'm not going to have it mixed across different systems, you know. So that's another thing that's going to keep me out of getting it on the Switch because it's kind of like, well, no one am I going to rebuy it? You know what I mean? Or am yeah. I going to have part of it on, on the Switch? You know, like, yeah, th- th- that was a thing that kind of stopped me because I've, you know, I've beaten all of Legacy Collection one and I'm halfway through Legacy Collection two. So I'm like, why would I buy this again? You know? Yeah, I, that's a problem for me. And, and I have rebought shit. Grand Theft Auto, uh, multiple times on multiple platforms, and I you mean Grand Theft Auto Five. I've got a yeah. I almost I've got it on a PS3, PS4, and I have it on the PC as well. Yeah, so there you go. I've got it on three and PS3 and PS4, and I almost bought it for the Xbox recently. So actually, I think I traded it in the PS3 version for the PS4 version. Oh, still, they yeah. got you three times, you know. But anyways, yeah, yeah. rebuying shit is just kind of um unnecessary and and i'm really trying to stop doing that shit um you know yeah that's the point like do you want a game to play or or do you want a fucking collection that's gonna sit there and look at you you know what i mean and that's what's tough because it's you know i could very I, i i don't consider myself a game collector because when i buy a game i'm gonna play it you know and it's that's why i can't just go to a game store and just willy-nilly pick up a game you know what i mean yeah so uh something interesting here uh man cave mtg in the chat is uh is asking uh for us to weigh in uh he says that he personally feels that the older games uh were slash are harder than newer games uh he says that they keep his attention longer than newer games um so they definitely are harder. Like it's a fact. Um, when we, something we touch on quite a lot on the podcast, or at least yeah. I probably say it too many times, but, um, so games were harder, uh, man cave, uh, because they, 
one thing is is that it was uh, you know it was the beginning of programming and it was very expensive and and there wasn't a lot of you know staff and things like that or you needed a big staff to make a game so um making a long ass game was 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 very cost prohibitive um and they weren't sure what was going to hit or what was going to bring big money back then they didn't want to try new things so that was one thing the other thing was storage space was very expensive on these cartridges so and extremely limited too. Extremely limited. Yeah, I mean, so you what they would do in lieu of content, they would do in level of difficulty to make you feel like you were getting your your money's worth. Um, so yeah, so you're absolutely right. They were um, they were quite a bit more uh, difficult back in the day. Now another thing too to to add to that, you're talking about keeping your attention longer. I think it's because it forces you to focus a lot harder to progress. I guess might be where he's coming from with that, Matt. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it could be. Um, and I guess we also have to figure out and define what we mean by difficulty and hard, because as you said, games, older games were very limited on storage space. So the designers, not that they had to, but they, they would put artificial difficulty into a lot of these games. And by that, I mean, just make some bullshit levels like Batman for Nintendo is a really good example. There are some very bullshit tactics <laughs> that are done Dude, in that real. game. But then you also look at games nowadays like, um, I mean, perfect example, Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a very hard game, but you basically have like unlimited continues in that game. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no game over. You have to start over from the very beginning of the game. And, that, and that's true for like all games nowadays. Um you know yeah it's true like i'm playing that deus ex on the pc um and it's probably one of the harder modern games that i've played recently um and you die a shitload but you can save whenever the shit you want you know so yeah. that that's kind of a difference too um as far as keeping your attention you know um one we didn't have as much stimuli back then as we do now so yeah that, that's a very good point you know we were you were going to play a game you're going to play a game and you were going to play it for a while and 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 all that whereas now we have all these different games all these different options you got all these things to stream you got all this shit going on smartphone so we might all just have a bad case of uh, of add uh nowadays and, yeah i mean how uh, let me ask you this butler when you're playing a game how often do you check your phone while you're playing any time that I doesn't the game doesn't require my utmost attention. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. All the time. It's so, yeah, I try not to do it, but you just find yourself, you know, involuntarily doing it. Yeah, like late, late at night, like I'll be playing a Final Fantasy or something right in the game room. Everybody's asleep, it's super quiet, and there's nobody that will be sending me anything that's useful on my phone. But like during loading screens and shit, I'll look over. There's no reason to, but I will, you know? Yeah. And and like when I'm playing World of Warcraft, what do I have on my second screen? I have live PD playing. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is we have to have more than one thing now. Yeah. You know, it's funny, Matt. You remember in uh, Back to the Future 2 um, when they when Marty goes to his house and, you know, on the TV, he's like, let me get channel, whatever. And he throws a bunch of shit. It's literally what's happened. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like on my two screens, like when there's a a big magic the gathering tournament going on i'll have it on one screen on my computer and maybe put on an episode of star trek or something on the other like if there's nothing too exciting happening right on in the tournament i'll just put it on mute and watch something else or you know for sure it's so yeah it's very much like that so i think a lot of it is just depending on 
personal preference in terms of what's really harder because i mean there is a fact that older games are hard but are they necessarily harder i I think is going to be very subjective Mm, because because there's because there's a lot of constraints involved with it because there are still a lot of harder games today okay there are there are but there's they have done uh they're making games more accessible to more people nowadays because they can load and also they're they're spending so much money on this big production of a game that they want you to see it all uh to to give it a fair shot you know what i mean so no i do i do think they made them easier but you're right it, it is still a bit subjective for sure um but you know i mean that's like look at my son he beat uncharted 4 on normal difficulty first time through but you know like i can't get him to play Mega Man for very long you know so they definitely are a little bit easier but maybe i don't know maybe they traded time with 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 difficulty you know i don't know I, i think it's subjective for sure to an extent but i also do think that they're they're making games a little bit more accessible nowadays oh yeah they have to now because they need to get their money back i mean video game production costs back when we were growing up were so small compared to what they are now oh yeah i mean shit they were they were you know doing shit and well i mean look at atari games they were one man production crews gross like literally one person creating the game well even people making homebrew shit now you can have one dude doing it for a 16-bit era game or an 8-bit era game absolutely well no i'm just talking about you know, back then, yeah. I mean, compared to what AAA titles like, like we'll look at a title like Super Mario Brothers. How many people were on that team compared to the Mario Odyssey? Oh my God! Team? Yeah, no, no, no. You're looking at a handful of people versus hundreds of people. Like maybe we'll say I'll be very generous, ten to fifteen people making Mario Brothers compared to Mario Odyssey. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. <laughs> yeah, if that even. Um. No, it, that's true. That's a really good point. Um, but you know, oh, well, so, okay. So something interesting is like, um, a bunch of homebrew stuff has been coming out on the dreamcast. Um, but everybody's bitching that it's all 2d stuff. It's like, you know, shoot 'em ups and, and, and platformers and shit. And it's like, yeah, so you're probably never going to see a 3d game released on the dreamcast because it literally took a team of like a hundred people to do that. (laughs) You know, you have people that have to design that all they do is design characters and you have people that digitize those characters. Then you have to do people that do level design, you know, like to ask one person to do it, it'd probably take them like 20 years to make a 3d game, even on something as old as the dreamcast. So, you know, that's something to keep in mind too. The the more complex the games get, the more people it takes. So, um, but yeah, Matt, uh, this next one here uh, really surprises me with you. Uh, the question is uh, Mega Man versus Mega Man X. Which do you prefer? Now, I've already alluded to that I prefer the X series, um, but so do you. Yeah, I because I, and it was what I talked about earlier was the Mega Man X games feel more fun because of collecting power-ups and heart tanks and energy tanks and all that. Um and compared to the original Mega Man's where where I mean I still love the shit out of them they're still really fun it's just X if I had to choose like you know if we're going on a desert island if I had to choose between you know Mega Man 4 or Mega Man X2 I'd probably choose X2 Really? Yeah. I I I would for sure but I really didn't expect you to do that cuz you're such a hardcore like Mega Man 8-bit guy and all that that uh Oh yeah. But oh, I, I still am. It, but if 
if we're talking about fun factor, yeah, the X Games are f- more fun. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, the original Mega Man's. I, I agree with that. Okay, all right. I just thought that was that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah. So Matt, uh, who is your favorite Mega Man character? Well, I briefly mentioned him once mm-hmm. earlier, and that's Proto Man, who I think makes his first appearance in Mega Man Three. I want to say. Okay. I'm not sure. And, and um. I don't know. He he just looks like your typical fucking badass. And I, I remember him in the cartoon. He was always, you know, Mega Man's nemesis. Like, well, excuse me, princess, and type shit like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, shit. That's true. I forgot about that. How, how'd that go again, Matt? <laughs> what? <laughs> excuse, excuse me? Excuse me, princess. Yeah, for Legend of Zelda. Yeah, he first appeared in Mega Man 3. And um, he was a bad guy, and then eventually in the later series, he becomes good. So, um, so is it, is it because well, is it because of the game, or is it because of the cartoon? Then, oh, it's mainly because of the game because he's just he's badass looking. Yeah, he is. Look at him. No, I know, I know. Looks like a fucking badass. <laughs> um, so my favorite, I kind of touch on this too. Uh, my favorite is Zero, um, because. I wish I could play a zero in every single fucking Mega Man game. Oh, dude. When I first saw him in Mega Man X as a kid, I'm like, I want to play him. Yeah. Fuck Mega Man. I know. <laughs> His bitch ass blaster hand. No, no. And dude, I was so happy that you could play him in Mega Man X3. I was like, uh, I was ecstatic as a kid playing him in X3. Yeah. Um, I actually have never played X3, so um, I didn't even You're know that you could do that in X3, so that's badass. Terrible person. I'm sorry. I, I failed you on that. Oh, no. uh, let's kind see. Of. Mega Man X3 Zero. Let's see. Yeah, because you could play as Zero in that game, and he was fucking badass. I mean, by that time, even because the way Mega Man's powers were leveled up and... And um, three. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Mega Man was super badass. But I mean, come on, you play a zero, and he had the fucking sword. The sword, too. man, the sword. Okay, I'm looking at X three. Uh, it looks like awesome. I'm not sure why I haven't played this. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely one of the. I would say it's one of the harder Mega Man X games. Um, I mean, definitely harder than X one and two. At least in my opinion, with it. The, but, so um, harder than regular Mega Man X? Maybe I don't think Mega Man X is, yeah. is that hard because I've just like played it so much. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I see what you mean there, but I just remember X3 being pretty hard. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, Man Cave is saying that uh, he wanted to play him as soon as he saw him in X2, same as you. Um, yeah. I, I had the same thought. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, cool, cool. Well, uh, Matt, we have something else we need to get into, and that is we need to talk about the elephant in the room that you want to murder, and that is Mighty Number no. 9. Um, do, do you do you want to give your little review of it first? Because mine might be longer. Yeah, and then I'll just kind of chime in with you, because I, I don't really okay. have that much to say. I So one of the things about this game is, as we talked about, it's a Drink spiritual... The it's the speed. Matt's getting drunk real quick to get to get this one over with. Yeah, this is going to be bad. <laughs> one of the the things I have to say or about this game is that it's a spiritual successor to the Mega Man series. Therefore, it should have all the spirit of Mega Man. Um, I don't think it does. <laughs> uh, I don't hate it as much as Matt does. Um, it's 
you know, it's cool. You you get the basic, you know, pick which level you want to go to, you know, who, which which boss do you want to go after first, you know, where you're going to get powers, blah, blah, blah. It's very Mega Man uh, in that sense. Um, Matt, one thing that, that you don't like that uh, you pointed out to me and that I didn't really notice. So the first time I played Mega Man, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Uh, the first time I played Mighty Number no. Nine, um, I played it on the Xbox, and I I didn't pay attention to the story. I just come on, next, 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 next. I wasn't even. I think I was talking to somebody and shit, and I just got right yeah. into the, the the you know, and I didn't pay attention to the story at all. So I really didn't hate it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but I didn't hate it. Now I we got it on PlayStation because it was free, and I paid attention to the story. And dude's name is Beck. Beck, that's not badass, dude. Like. It's not. You, no. you made a great point when you brought that up to me earlier this week, and and it sucks. <laughs> like, call him, you know, Super Guy or something, anything, but not Beck, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's pretty shitty. Um, the story is weak as fuck. There's too much of it. I don't care. Um, they hold your hand way too much in the beginning, Matt. Uh, it's not necessary. It's kind of like, I'll figure it out. He's only going to be able to do two or three things. It's fucking Mega Man, you know? Like, it's not that hard to figure out. Um you know, and, and anybody buying that game isn't going to be new to the idea of Mega Man either. And they kind of catered towards that. And it's like, you know, the game was crowdfunded by Mega Man fans. So why are you pandering yeah. so bad? You know, like I just I'm, I, I don't know. So I have th- that to say about it. Now, the level design, it feels like Mega Man. I, I, I you might disagree with that. Uh, I I don't see any. I mean, it's making you use your dash it's making you you know do things now one thing that's cool is you can do that like power up you can power up dash through people so like once they're being damaged you can then dash through them and and do significant damage and i like the way that it's done on this game um you can do it through like midair and stuff it feels really fucking cool it feels like some progression of mega man like i like it um it's not the best it's not it's not the best looking it, it for as like newer era 3d graphical as it looks like it's definitely three it's it's side scrolling but it is 3d um it feels very empty and bland like they could have done so much more and made it more visually appealing than they did i'm not wowed by it in in any way graphically so um you know so, so that's one thing with me um i i haven't played it you know a great deal through i played you know I played it back when I got it. Originally, I played through like the first, you know, three levels and things like that. And then I played it up quite a bit this week. Um, it's okay. I, you know, especially for free, get it. Especially if you want to play something Mega Man-esque on a newer console. And maybe you don't want to spend any money. <laughs> Matt doesn't agree with that at all, even at <laughs> no. free. Uh, so somebody should be paying you to play, to play this, Matt. I paid you yep. free dollars yep. for it, okay? so God damn, um, it's bad. It's so... That's what I have to say. It's not. It's not even. I would put every other Mega Man in front of it, um, but I don't hate it. Uh, it's not the worst. It could have been better. It wasn't what they said it would be, um, and that's it. That's my review. So uh, now that that's out the way, the part I've been waiting for this whole podcast, Matt, please let me know <laughs> how you feel about Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, it sucks. The end. No, but um, so let me get into what's good about the game. And there's you- good. Okay, all right, go on. Yes, and it's going to be very short, and you briefly touched on it, and that's his absorbability where he gets, you know, little boosts in attack, speed, and defense where, you know, you damage one of the bad guys and you have to run into them and you absorb their ability or whatever, or whatever it is. Um, 
I forget what they exactly call it. So that was the good. It was it was a neat little mechanic that sort of added on to the quote unquote Mega Man, you know, right. gameplay of it. Right. So that's it. That that's it. That's that, it. That was the only that was the only thing I liked. Um, so let's get into and you briefly touch on this. Let's get into the protagonist's <clears throat> name, Beck. Yeah. And I understand why they called him Beck because his female robot assistant's is named Call Beck and Call. You know, and they're they're trying to play off of back in the Japanese names for Mega Man, rock and roll, um, you know, rock and bass Lame. and all that. So so I, I get I understand that, but it is such a terrible name for a good guy. Like when you think of your protagonist, you almost want him to have, you know, a cool name. Like like look at Metroid for Samus Aran. That's mm-hmm. a pretty cool oh, name. Badass, yeah. Nathan Drake. You know, Sonic, Mario, Link, Zelda, you know, Cloud, Squall, Zidane, you know, all really cool protagonist names. Laura Croft, Hmm. you know, even though Laura is a really, you know, general name, it's still, you know. It's like, it's like they're supposed to be heroes and they're supposed to be somebody you would want to be or aspire to be. And that even is supposed to go down to even what they're called, you know. I I, Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, and just the fact that his name is Beck just already sort of makes me feel as I'm playing deflated because it's like you have like the wimpiest name for a good guy ever, you know, yeah. it, you, you could, you couldn't have called him something like Ultraman or something or, or I don't know. Well, you can't do man. Cause then you're going to get sued. So Alt, ultra dude. There you go. Or, you know, mega dude, <laughs> super bro, <laughs> super bro. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't call him that. Um, so that, that was one of the, the first bad things about that game. Uh, and the, the other thing that you touched on as well is the level design in this game is shit. No, it's just, it's terrible. It's not that bad. Oh, n- go play a regular Mega Man game okay. and then go play Mighty Number no. Nine. See, I see a lot of similarities, man. It, 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 it there, it tries to be similar, but it fails because there the the thing about it is the the level design feels so sparse. Okay, there, yes, yes, it does. Not yes. not a lot going on, and when something does happen, it, it feels so shittily done. So l- let's talk about Mighty Number no. One's level first because that's the one I played the most. Um, the fire, the fire mm-hmm. guy. Yep. Um, it you can tell that they didn't give no shits about this game when they made it because when you get to the part where the the beams are starting to fall down okay yeah and there's like no damage being done to the the area right in front of you i mean newer mega mans would have something happen you know be shown like oh my god this is damaging the environment or some shit okay you know this one they it they were so fucking lazy that you see these giant pillars falling down and it doesn't like destroy the ground in front of you yeah okay true true um so another thing that yeah, i'm going to add to the level design and and it also t- ties into uh pl- the protagonist abilities is they sort of have the wall jump or the wall grab you have to grab onto a yeah. ledge in this game you can't just be like halfway up it and then keep bouncing up or whatever um or grab on and slide down no no you have to grab onto a ledge and i think that that makes the level more i think it makes it worse 
because now you have yeah. to make sure that it's where you can jump to. So it's almost kind of obvious what they're what, what they want you to do. You know what I mean? Where Mega Man, like sometimes you got to guess, like, am I supposed to fall down this hole? <laughs> you know, or am yeah. I supposed to try yeah, to definitely. climb up this? You know, like, and this was just kind of like, oh, look, it's perfectly spaced that I can grab onto there. You yeah. know, so and and just the enemies that you fight as well too just feel boring. Like n- nothing imaginative about it. Nothing cool looking like the design of the enemies all feel so plain and boring like they didn't give two shits about it um i i just feel like playing this game i just feel like they didn't care about this game they just wanted their kickstarter money and come out with a shitty ass game and just say all right well we got our money could, we got our money's worth could it possibly be matt something that we touched on a few minutes ago like that there wasn't a lot of people working on this and it's very hard to make a modern game. Do you think that maybe that plays a factor in it that they maybe weren't counting on? It, it, it's very possible. Um, it's and, and like we mentioned earlier, where if you look at the early videos of money number nine, the game looks way better than what we got. It, it does. Yes. That's, that's very true. And it's, I don't know. It, it that's a, that's another big, uh, negative about the game is the level design and let's talk about the bosses as well too so when you're fighting a boss you will get him down to a certain health level and then he won't go down any further until you have to absorb him or some shit you have to sort of dash into them that is to me that just feels like such a terrible mechanic and such an easy way for you to just die easier Mm -hmm. in it and when when I when I was playing that intro level and you pl- fight that boss at the very end, it took me forever to kill him because I had no idea what the hell to do. Yeah, it, that's it's like true. I'm just shooting him, and then like, well, why why does the health health stop? And then oh, I have to absorb. I didn't find that out until like ten minutes into fighting him. For a game that th- holds your hand at the very beginning, as much as it does, they really just kind of threw you to figuring it out at that point. I agree. Yeah, and it's not bad that you have to figure it out, but there's just no easy indication that that's what you had to do. Right. No. You yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, because they they that whole dash ability where you absorb them, they they said as far as I understood or made it seem like, "Oh, that that's optional. You don't have to do that." You know. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's that's true. They it did I I thought it was optional as well. And especially like if you watch like the trailers and stuff for it, like you just think, "Oh, that's an optional way to kick somebody's ass," you know? But no, yeah. it's like necessary, like even at the first boss, you know? Yeah. So that that was another thing about it was just the whole I don't know, j- just the bosses when you go up to them, they felt they, they tried to inject a personality into him, but it's like, no, just if you want to be like Mega Man, don't try to inject personality into the bosses. Just let's have them be cool looking and that's it. Um, and I, I feel like in the end, it tries too close to be like Mega Man. I understand this is a Mega Man spiritual successor, but they tried they tried to make it so much like Mega Man that they didn't try to deviate and make it anything special on its own i could i could see that and i agree with you on that yeah and it's i i just think overall it's such a disappointment because 
even though even though I never bought it when it first came out, but I was following that Kickstarter for a long time and I was excited about it. And then when it finally came out, you know, I was reading the reviews, watching videos of it, and I'm just like instantly, even though I haven't played it until now, it looked like shit. It's so disappointing that this comes from the creator of Mega Man and this is this is this is what he makes. He had he got all this money from Kickstarter. Maybe he should have just did something completely new and different. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It, it it's so frustrating because I I wanted this to succeed. You know, I really wanted this to succeed and and make because at the time, you know, Capcom was pretty much all but done with Mega Man. We, we had no notion that they were going to make Mega Man 11 or do anything else with Mega Man. And so we were thinking, okay, cool. So th- this is going to be it. This is how Mega Man's going to survive is through Mighty Number no. 9. And then this is what we get. This is such a piece of shit. <laughs> and, wow. and, and I'm frustrated about it because it's like, this is it? Really? So what I got to say, Matt, is that one, I'm proud of you because not, not that you need my praise, but, um, <laughs> I, you, before ever playing this game, you were pissed off about it. You were pissed because you saw what was promised and what was delivered. You didn't even want to play it. I couldn't get you to, to play it. You did. You certainly weren't going to spend money on it. Um, hell no. (laughs) We decided we were going to do a Mega Man episode and it was going to be free and you did it. And I really expected you to kind of just like not really even give it that much of a try. And you really did. Uh, so, Oh, like. Like every time that I, I I will admit I only played it like three times over the week, and I didn't get that far at all because I I was getting so pissed off at it. I'm like, this is just fucking terrible. It's <laughs> such stupid design, such stupid fucking. You were texting me and shit too as you were as you were hating on it too. That was that was pretty there, funny. There, like some of the decisions and and the design of the levels are like really this is stupid, all right. And it's it and it was boring. That, that was another thing. Like, it wasn't exciting to play the game at all. Like, n- none of the levels felt exciting. They all felt barren and empty. Barren. And, and then, yeah, that's a good and, way to and put it. And then every fucking level has that little midway stopping point where you got to defeat a bunch of shit. Yep. And I'm like, this is stupid. Th- and that's... Why? Talk about that's just filler. You know, that's, that's yeah. difficulty for the sake of lack of interesting shit right there, for sure. You know, so anytime you hate on this or Mighty Number no. Nine comes up or whatever, I will totally now officially accept your opinion on it. Before I'd roll my eyes and be a dick, but uh, I feel like you gave it a fair shot, and I feel like you make a lot of really good points. In fact, you've got me agreeing with a bunch of shit, and I'm seeing shit that I wasn't seeing with it. So, uh, you know, you are officially allowed yeah. VCR gaming stamp of approval <laughs> to hate Mighty Number no. Nine. So. Yeah, and um, I've already deleted the game too. You deleted it already. I'm. I'm dude, I'm not gonna go back and play that game. Wow. It's so bad. Wow. I'll I'll play a real game. I'm just gonna so you can get these games for like crazy dirt cheap on eBay. I'm just gonna buy like a lot of like a hundred of them and have it shipped to your house. Well, then you need to come over because we're gonna have an epic bonfire. Then <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna have them like so. It's like every day another one arrives at your door. That would be the shit. Oh my god! Oh, Don't. I might. Please, I just no. might. So I want to see how much Mighty Number no. Nine even sells for. It's cheap, but if you there was a time where they were auctioning a shitload of them off, um, like in, by the by the lot. I don't think they're doing that anymore, but it was there. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, so it's it's selling for anywhere from like eight to twelve bucks. That's actually that's higher still, than I thought it would be. That's way too expensive. It is. I agree, especially since it was free this month. <laughs> so yeah, um, that that is way too expensive. I mean, even when I bought it on Xbox, uh, it was like one of those like super duper marked down. Like just get it out of the store. I think I paid like four or five bucks for it. So to pay eight to twelve bucks is kind of stupid. Probably yeah. most of that shipping, anyways, because <laughs> they do say free ship. It's probably like so at eight thirty-five yeah. free ship. It's probably actually only like two bucks you're paying for it. Uh, God. So, uh, okay. So one thing that we did forget to touch on that I think we should probably mention. We can't complete the episode totally without mentioning Mega Maker. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So Mega Maker is obviously not officially licensed. How the fuck it's not been shut down yet? It's been out for well over a year. Yeah, I know. Um, and they have updates and shit. Um, it's not as popular as it was. There's not a lot of new levels showing up online. I have dabbled with it here or there in the past couple of weeks. Um, but really cool. If you liked Mario Maker and shit like that, uh, it's very much like that. It's very easy to use. I think it's extremely well done. Um, you would think Capcom fucking produced the thing. Like it, yeah, it, it's, it's surprisingly really well done. Yeah. Um, check it out. It's totally free. Just Google Mega Maker. Um, and it, it's, it's badass, but I just wanted to bring it up and, and let people know that that's out there. You play it on the PC. You don't need shit for hardware to, to, to run it. You can run it on, on any, any PC. I would be willing to bet it doesn't need much. Um, and, uh, if you want to play some, some awesome Mega Man levels that other people have created, heck, even the stuff that's like comes with it, like the demo levels are, they're pretty fucking good, yeah. man. <laughs> so yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, check it out. Could be cool. I just want to bring that out. Uh, we, I felt like, uh, we, we left that out there and, uh, yeah. So, um, Matt, what else, anything else on this, this mega episode? No, that's, that's about it. Um, and we touched on pretty much everything. I think so. It's I can't wait for Mega Man 11. That, that's I'm so excited about that. Yes. That's going to be a day one purchase for me, for sure. Um, I don't know about day one, but I'm I'm gonna grab it. I'm gonna grab it as well. We'll 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 chime in. We'll maybe we'll do like a little review of it or something on the show. Yeah, uh, I think it deserves that. Um, we'll see if um, Capcom, whoever they have developing that game now, does a better job than the actual creator did uh with with mighty number nine we'll see could be interesting oh do we want to mention our new little yes kind of series that we're planning on trying to do yes please go for it so uh matt and i were talking about this and we are gonna be doing a versus series where he and i go head to head at some old school they're, they're gonna be more arcadey type games because those are gonna be easier to judge like who's better at them um, because you know, high scores and everything. Exactly. So, and so we're going to be streaming that live and then uploading those to the YouTube channel as well too. Yep. Um, our first game that we're going to do is Donkey Kong still. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I hate that game, it, but whatever. in memory of our favorite person, Billy Mitchell, we're going to refer to him <laughs> as he who should not be named anymore. <laughs> he's the Voldemort, he, he's Voldemort of, the, of VCR gaming. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's gonna be something we're gonna do. We're gonna try to do it once a month at least. Um, yeah, and we have the whole setup going, and it, it's gonna be pretty ghetto. But we're gonna we we've got it figured it out. Works. We've got it, it works. T- it, it works for what it does. But um, yeah, I I I want us to be doing like a whole bunch of arcade games. We could do Galaga, Pac Man. Um, then we could get into some NES type games. 
Um, we are limited like as we, Rad Racer or some shit. Yep. We we are kind of limited to the older stuff because of uh, sh- you know technology and streaming. Like we really are very yeah. much hacking this to make this happen. But you will see both <laughs> of us playing uh, at the same time and our faces. So um, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, so tune in. We'll we'll send some tweets and and some instas out and stuff like that. Uh, we're gonna do one this week, right, Matt? Yeah, yep. yeah, we can do it. Try to do it. What when do you want to do it? Thursday. Maybe. Um, yeah, something like that. That ought to be good. Wednesday, Thursday, somewhere in that neighborhood. Middle yeah. to late week. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it out there when, uh, before we do it. You guys stop by. Uh, check it out. Should be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of shit talking. Uh, and uh, Oh, yeah. Lot- it's going to be terrible because we're both terrible at Donkey Kong. Yeah, it's... Oh, God damn, I hate that game. But uh, it'll be fun. So, <laughs> so yeah. Good stuff. So, yeah, definitely come by and check it out, and we'll be sure to tweet it up as well, too. Absolutely. But by the time this episode comes out on audio form, it would already be done and over with, so you missed out, audio people. Uh, yeah, audio but, people. But, but you, right. can, you, you, can, you can check out the video on YouTube, so there will be that, at least. Well, actually, why don't we do this Thursday night, then, because then everybody can hear it, because it comes out Thursday morning. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we can do it Thursday night then. All right, so tune in Thursday night, same day the podcast comes out, audio people, you slackers, and uh, <laughs> and check us out. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. So anything else before we get going here? I'm, I'm good, man. I think we covered all the bases that we had at least uh, planned for, so I think we're good. All right, awesome. So where can people find you at? You can find me on the Twitter at uh, at Killabees. That's K-I-L-L-A-B-E-E-Z-Z, the number two, the letter T. Uh, Matt, where can they find you? You can find me on the tweets at Zubatron, Z-U-B-A-T-R-O-N. I've also got my Magic the Gathering slash D&D podcast, Magic with Zuby. Um, you can check that out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio as well, and YouTube. And, um, yeah, then you can also find VCR gaming on Twitter at VCR gaming on Instagram at VCR gaming on Facebook slash VCR gaming, facebook.com slash VCR gaming. Our email is VCR gaming podcast at gmail.com. And then you can go to our awesome website, VCR gaming podcast.com, which I think just forwards to our Facebook. No, no, it, it, no, it where, actually where it go goes again? to where we host all the podcasts at. It's very oh, nice. It's very right. pretty. It has every episode right there that. with descriptions and everything. It's actually a great place to start uh, or a great place to, if you want to take a look at all the different episodes and what we talked about, uh, it's got our logo real pretty up there. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, so um, I think that's about everything where you can... Oh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, on YouTube, and probably Podbean and wherever else your podcasts are hosted. We're on there. That's right. We are everywhere. There's no excuse why you're not downloading us at least six, seven times per episode. A day. A day. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. No, so I think that's about it. That is it. That is it. Thank you, everybody, uh, for, uh, for listening. Uh, thanks to Man Cave MTG for joining us in the chat tonight. It was fun. We love the input. Uh, and thank you uh, from myself personally, Matt. All right. And thank you all, everybody. Have a good night.